Hey everybody, this is Dan Young. And Craig Morrison. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Total Wellness Radio, where every week, Craig and I bring you natural, non-invasive approaches to today's most common health concerns that you can use immediately in your home with you and your family. So, thank you so much again for Craig, this is Dan, for tuning in to Total Wellness Radio. Hey everybody, thank you for joining Craig and I. Good afternoon. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday. We started a minute or two early because I got a couple of announcements I want to make certain to not forget on today's live and what's also going to be captured for the Total Wellness Radio podcast. And by the way, please, if you haven't had a chance to subscribe to the Total Wellness Radio podcast, uh, please do so. The... um, it's on Spotify, it's on Podbean, it's on the basic um, native applications on iOS and, and uh, Google platforms for phones and tablets. Um, you know, the, uh, the Spotify, Podbean, Podcast, iTunes, those kind of places. So please uh, check us out. Thank you for joining us on the live today, Penny. Appreciate it. Um, what we want to do is uh, just get through a, a few announcements. We're going to dive into some unhealthy health foods so that you have an idea of some of the things that we've been told for generations is really not quite in line with maintaining optimum health. So we're going to expose some of the top 10 things there that we know of. Craig and I are going to have a a long discussion on that. So we're going to fill the 30 minutes today for sure uh, with our discussion. Uh, So uh, let me just get a couple of announcements out of the way here. Next, next Wednesday the 16th, we're going to be talking about hormones. We're going to be talking about the endocrine system and how it expresses. We're talking about for men and women. And so that will be our June 16th topic at, uh, at 1 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And the other announcement I have is a little flyer that's uh, here in our office uh, that if you stop by the clinic and shine, we'll be happy to give you one of these. Um, I'll Actually, after the, we're done with the live today, I'll take a picture and post it in the comments section for today's live. But next Monday, Monday the 14th, the second Monday in June at 6.15 here at the clinic. Um, Guard Your Temple is a couple of folks, uh, Travis Friends, Kathleen Key, uh, friends of ours. We've known uh, Travis uh, Friends for a long time, Mm -hmm. uh, and Catherine, uh, do a wonderful job on presenting information regarding vaccines and this is not a point your finger at you should do it or point your finger at you shouldn't do it okay that's not what this discussion's about at all and that's why I started a little bit early today because I want to make sure we we cover this hey Christy thanks for joining us um, they're going to be doing a discussion on vaccines from the standpoint of the science being well informed and what does the bible say those are some areas that we want to look at so that you as consumers uh, you as parents of young kids who are being pressured to be put in a situation where maybe vaccines are, you're being put into a situation where there's no other options, and that's just not the entire truth. That is the, that's the narrative. That's the conversation that's dominant in the marketplace, but that is certainly not the entire truth. And so you as parents, or maybe potentially parents in the future, uh, and those of you who have a lot of experience with this type of thing, uh, you'll want to join us here next Monday, the 14th, 
6.15 p.m. is when the doors open. We start promptly at 6.30, and we try to be respectful of everyone's time, be done in about an hour. I do not do any of the presentation myself. Catherine and Travis handle all that. And there's tons of free handouts that will also be a part of that get-together. So uh, just want to make sure we get those two announcements out there. Uh, join us next Monday, 6.15 here for a discussion on vaccines. And thank you for subscribing to Total Wellness Radio. So now, Craig, we've got... Uh, we got some things to talk about today that people, in fact, I've, this today's topic is so important, I got like six pages of notes. Yeah. It's pretty important. Unhealthy health foods, foods that we have been told for generations that is the way to start your day. What that might that be? Oh, Frosted Flakes. Yeah, uh, orange juice. Orange maybe, juice. Might uh, be on the list. In fact, that's the number one. It's the number one thing people um, are told. The challenge with orange juice is it's no different than any other food. It's been highly processed. It's been pasteurized, meaning they've killed the life essence of it as a food and disrupted the enzyme quality that uh, it could deliver to people. It's actually been denatured. Um, And, uh, you know, eaten raw is the best way to have oranges and grapefruit and any kind of uh, citrus fruits. Absolutely. Because you're still going to get the fiber, and the fiber helps to offset the sugars. Now, you... You said something earlier today, though, that was kind of interesting about the the quality of the well, of the, trees. the vitamin C in orange juice is only about ten uh, percent of what it used to be. Yeah, um, we used to have about fifty uh, milligrams of vitamin C in an orange. Okay, now we're only getting about five because number one, they've Genetically modified oranges. Right. Um, they've added sugars and things like that, which kills the vitamin C. Right. And because the trees have been in the same soil without nutrients, natural nutrients, that it's it's just wiped it out. Yeah. They've and, actually done studies on agricultural and the yields back in 1926. Mm-hmm. You can go online to the U.S. Department of, of uh, Agriculture. Um and they've shown where the nutrient depletion of the soils is so horrendous. Yes. Which is what, what it's really kind of what forced, I think, in some ways, it forced food manufacturers, growers, to come up with new and unique creative ways to try and produce more food. Mm-hmm. Problem is, in the achievement of that goal, the other goal that was achieved as a, as a tragic health-threatening byproduct was that the foods are denatured. They're pasteurized, they're processed, they're designed for a long shelf life. Most are picked green mm-hmm. and brought to this part of the world. And then they're treated with a, a chemical stabilizing agent to make them look ripe when in fact they're not. And they've and genetically they have engineered enzymes out of them. Yep. So that they'll sit on the shelf for a longer period of time. Yeah. Um, so remember these orange juices to get back, uh, you know, on, on the orange juice topic, it will spike insulin mm-hmm. and it makes it extremely challenging to lose weight. Orange yes. juice is stored in vats before being bottled. Yuck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. The storage of all these different processed foods, milk and otherwise is crazy. You got the next one, the hundred calorie, uh, uh, um, snack packs. packs. The snack yeah. packs. These are very popular, especially with on-the-go families. I get it, right? 
time is an issue, and so we got to grab something quick, throw it in a sack, and here you go, youngster. And these 100-calorie snack packs, or people that think they're going to lose weight yeah. with these, what are some of the... What are some of the downsides to these 100 calories? Well, it'll packs? raise blood sugar, yep. it'll spike insulins. Yep. Um, it's, uh, you, you have to have those nutrients that are not in the snack packs in order to have stable energy. Yeah. Um, because these well, things, when, you get a burst of energy from them, right. and then the but sugar it didn't burns take... off. It didn't take any metabolic function on the body right. to burn that fuel and to release the nutrients that might be there. Therefore, it gets stored as more energy. The energy yeah. is, it's, makes it tragically uh, almost impossible to achieve any level of weight management or, or healthy weight management with these types of foods being consumed because we're not asking our metabolism, which burns stored reserves, mm -hmm. to kick in and work. And on top to get of it, rid of it, you have to have calories. Yep. In order to burn calories. Yep. Yep. You know, so if you're only getting 100 calories, you don't have anything to burn. So the body will store every calorie it can get, and and that's why you know a lot of these diets fail. Yep, they do. Is what about what about the sugar-free stuff? Oh, don't you just love that sugar-free? Sugar -free. Yeah. The only problem is is it, it's got it's got. <laughs> Well, to begin with, when they say sugar-free, they forget to mention things like malt and um, yep. sucralose, sucralose, and things uh, that they're replacing you know, sugar corn with, syrup and which stuff is like that. Highly toxic chemicals. Absolutely. That sucralose uh, is a fancy way of saying Splenda. Mm -hmm. It's a fancy way of saying Splenda. It is a toxic neural poison or when saccharin. consumed by the body. Saccharin. Mm -hmm. yep. That's another one. That's These are really, toxic really poisons. Bad. And they will, they will really cause a lot of problems in the GI tract. Yep. Um, and, and, and they will cause things like diarrhea. Yep. And people don't Inflammation, understand. pain. Yeah, inflammation. Pain in the pain. gut. Um, Completely disrupts the microbiome. Mm -hmm. The gut flora, the good stuff, is destroyed. Yes. Leaving you susceptible to more and more digestive upset and immune challenges and things of that nature. What about monk fruit or stevia or xylitol? Um, in small quantities, like most everything. are okay. <laughs> most are okay. I like honey, sorghum, real uh, molasses, real maple syrup. Maple syrup. Uh, look for those types of sweetening agents first, if you can. And they actually Less add processed. flavor. You know, yeah. like if you use and nutrients. honey, or if you use real maple syrup in like your uh, lemonade. Yep. You're actually getting some things that are that are good nutrients for you, especially with honey, because bees are amazing little critters that give us a lot of really good things that help with allergies and many other things. Love raw honey, yeah, that's yep. good stuff. Raw honey, Did unpasteurized, you know that, un yep, the clover just stuff, filtered, just clover stuff. Renee mm -hmm. Brooks has some stuff here locally that's really really good. Uh, her name's Renee Brooks. Um, did you know that if an ant eats Splenda, it dies? Mm-hmm. Ants are pretty Well, I tough. know that. <laughs> but that's because <laughs> they, of kind of... They eat a little Splenda, they yeah. die. Mm-hmm. And they won't... They won't, they won't eat it. Yeah, they, they it's go gotta around be hidden. it. Yeah, it's got to be hidden in something else they ate because they won't eat, mm -hmm. they won't eat Splenda it's as a, a sweetener. It's a poison to them. Well, it's a poison to anybody. Yeah, thank you. It's a poison to everybody. If you really want to know the truth. Um, you chocolate cravers out there. You chocolate cravers. Uh, hey, April, yeah, honey lemonade, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, we need some. Wonderful stuff. We need some. Yeah, we need to make it. Yeah. Do you have any time this afternoon you can make us some? I've, if I can get away to go get some lemons, I'll make us some. Because <laughs> I know we have honey here. We got honey here, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you chocolate cravers, you chocolate cravers out there, try raw cocoa beans as a replacement. It's so much better. Or, or carob. Mm-hmm. Look at the carob products for you chocolate cravers. Try and mix it up a little bit. Hershey's is it, not food. That is horrible stuff. You know, <laughs> w- one of the things that you want to look at if you're if you're a chocolate craver, and this is what I do when I crave a piece of chocolate, I'll usually get a dark chocolate. He eats it when he 80, craves it. Eighty-five percent or 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 higher. Right. And I'll the good break stuff. off. I'll break off a, a little, little square. Piece. I won't even use a suck whole square, it. and yeah, I'll suck, suck on, on it. it. And it'll give me, it, it will Satisfied. take care of that craving. And a bar will last me two months. You know, the, the interesting thing that you're bringing up is about being, feeling satiated, feeling, mm-hmm. feeling satisfied. Yep. You do not get that sense of, of feeling satisfied when you're eating artificial sweeteners. Now, let, me, let, me, let me share with you a little story. If you take a container, this, by the way, is fresh bee pollen. Ooh. From uh, Iowa, we love this stuff. Anyways, this is a this is a a, a pint jar mm-hmm. size. Okay, that's a pint jar. I know people who have actually sat down, ripped the lid off of a jar of frosting, grabbed a spoon, sat in front of a TV, and ate every bit of it. Mm-hmm. Every bit of it at one setting. Now here's the thing. Or a pint of ice cream. Or a pint of ice cream. But I mean frosting, like mm-hmm. super sweet top to bottom. You could never do that with a pint of honey. No. You could never do that with a pint of honey. If you want to do the experiment, it'd be expensive. But open up a jar of honey and get a spoon and start eating. And see how many tablespoons of honey you could actually eat before you start getting nauseous, sick. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, gonna, now I'm going to vomit, right? You can't get you can't get f- three or four tablespoons as just eating raw honey, and here's why: it's a real food. It satiates the body's desire for that type of thing, and and it, the signal in the brain says, "I'm done. I've had enough." Yep. These fake sugars, the fake ones that are out there, the body can't read them. Can't tell. Can't tell that it's satiated. So these are why people can sit down and eat a whole box of Oreo cookies. Mm-hmm. They can eat a whole big bag at one setting of Lay's potato chips, right? They can eat all these things because they're chemically laden. That shuts down the brain's ability to detect I'm satiated, I'm full, mm-hmm. I don't need any more, right? Uh, and they just keep eating and eating and eating. And eating themselves, really, starvation is what's going on, and yet they're eating all these, these, uh, these foods. So uh, I want to mention the thing about the that. By the way, cocoa them. beans? Yeah. They they're actually good. really healthy. They taste good and they're good and for they, you. And they taste pretty good. They're yep. a little they're a little bitter sometimes, but yep. you know, have a little dip it in with a little bit of honey. Yeah. Chew it up. Mm, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I know these things. Yeah, he, he messes with them. Let's get on to some of the ones that people always ask you and eat me about, which is the wheat bread. Bread. Oh. Wheat bread. What's well, gotta be good for you? It's wheat. Yeah. It's wheat. Craig. Not modern day wheat. Point. Modern day wheat oh. is nothing like wheat of a hundred years ago. Yeah, um, it's been genetically modified. Yep. For yield, rather yep. than nutrition. 
you know so you always have to look at what has happened to the foods that you're eating wheat is i mean that and the fact that it's really really high in gluten yeah you know and the body doesn't need that much gluten yeah you know they 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 refine it down into this really really fine powder that acts like a glue in yep. fact do you know what wheat what refined wheat was actually originally made for Here's a really good thing for you to know. They used to sell it in buckets so you could add water to it and you stir it up and it makes a paste that you put on the wall. Hang wallpaper with so it. So you can hang wallpaper. That's what wheat flour was originally yeah. made for. My view of sprouted wheat is that it's better. However, it is still from wheat. Yes. And people and people who are, are sensitive to it. It's kind of like people that are sensitive to pasteurized milk mm -hmm. can't really successfully shift to raw milk either. It's been processed less, yes, but the nucleus protein is still basically the same. Mm -hmm. So once there's a challenge, usually always a challenge. Here's how you get over this, though, Christy, is you, you get on the right enzyme for 90 days, you get avoidance of the foods, for 90 days, and then when you bring them back into the diet in small amounts, and then listen to how the body responds. Anybody who's waking up with sinus drainage, congestion, or phlegm first thing in the morning is consuming a food, their body says, I wish you wouldn't do that. And one of the That's things one of the number one telltale signs is congestion first thing in the morning, or sneezing at a meal, or like the nose will start to run during mm -hmm. a meal. You have just consumed something that's overwhelming the body's ability, and it can't tolerate it. When you do go through the 90-day period to where you get off of wheat, if you're smart, you would start back with something like a sprouted wheat. Yep, sprouted grain. Only Ezekiel. because it's, it, it has a different molecular structure, mm -hmm. and it's a lot more tolerable to the system, plus it's got better nutrients in it. Yeah. And it really does have more nutrients in it. Yeah. You're welcome, Christy. Thank you for joining us. So let's get off of that. Um, you know, bottom line on wheat is any really, any true health professional, wheat is on their hit list. Yes. It really is. Wheat, oats. Wheat, oats, corn, barley, barley. rice, brown rice especially, or brown rice syrup. Uh, these are things that are definitely going to be on the hit list uh, for most people mm -hmm. when they're doing a nutritional therapy program uh, for the first three to six months, maybe longer. Maybe longer as we get diet straightened out. But, mm -hmm. the, but the processed grains, you talk about gas on a fire with inflammation, uh, creating food cravings, disruption to digestion. It's just the list goes on and on. Um, it's really pretty tough on your system. Yeah. Wine. Um, wine. Are, we're not, we don't drink wine anymore, but we no. know some folks that do. And they're told that, hey, a little wine every day, a little vino is healthy for you. Yeah. What do you think? It's heart healthy. Yeah, it's uh, heart healthy. I think it's a lie. Uh, <laughs> you know who came up with that? The wine industry. The, the people that sell wine. <laughs> now, one of the things that you need to understand. Now, a glass of wine or, you know, a small glass of wine, maybe once a week. Occasionally. Occasionally. Actually is a little heart healthy. A glass it's, a day is actually, way too much. But is a what glass a day yeah. is, glass way, a day too is way too much. Way, way too, too much. much. Mostly because of the sugar contents. Yeah. You know, you have to understand wine is a fermented uh, grape. 
mm-hmm. and they and use, it's processed and, and they it's add still sugar processed. To it it's still denatured. It. You got to get it to ferment. Yep, it's a high complex carb. It's not a complex. It's a very simple carb. Uh, spikes the insulin. Really mm-hmm. messes with women's hormones. Really, if really. you're getting hot flashes and you drink wine, that's stop. probably why. <laughs> That's probably why. You'll find that your hot flashes, if they don't go away completely, will reduce greatly. Yep. Um, we've, we've seen many, many <laughs> clients that come in and, you know, they tell us, yeah, I had a glass of wine last night and I just got this massive hot flash. And we tell them, well, stop drinking the wine. And they yeah. do. And they said, you know, I haven't had a hot flash since I haven't drank wine. Yeah. Well, guess what? What? Don't drink Woo-hoo! wine. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when you go to the chiropractor and say, yeah. Doc, when I move my head like that, it hurts. He'll look at you and say, don't move your head like that. Yeah. If drinking wine makes you have hot flashes, then quit drinking wine. Yep. Diet uh, Coke. Oh, oh, my gosh. You know yeah. what? The diet industry, the di- just the word diet, anything. Anytime it says diet, anything. They have positioned you for plague. obesity. Yes. They've positioned you for obesity. Yep. And because it's so chemically laden. Yeah. Extremely addictive. Extremely yes, addictive. Craig and I have known people over the years that used to drink between 12 and 18 diet whatever's a day. Yep. Well, 12 I'm to 18 diet a day. Coke and I'm not losing weight. Well, imagine that. Yeah. That should happen. tell you something. Yeah. One of the other things that's really bad about those diet drinks is they're, they're, there's a, a factor about them that causes MS. Well, there's there's a deno- there's a common denominator. denominator. There's a common denominator yes. between between MS uh myelin sheath degeneration and the diet sodas. It's huge huge correlation. Uh and I think a little bit of I think it's all some of the the canning processes, you know, the aluminum and stuff like that. Well, they're exposed to also... severe chemicals. These chemicals are disruptors to nerve myelin sheath protection, mm-hmm. and they attach to the myelin sheath. Well, if you get and it starts, here's how you get an down. autoimmune problem. Here's how you get an, any autoimmune problem. Okay, this is why vaccines are such an important topic to get well educated on. Okay? Educate yourself. Educated, not for or against. Educated. Okay, then make a wise decision. Is that these foreign substances are introduced into the system? They bond to tissue that was never meant mm-hmm. to have that type of foreign information attached to it, the immune system becomes confused and begins a cascading effect of attacking this area with mild histamine responses, right? Then uh, inflammatory, mild inflammatory issues. Uh, What does this say? My sister uh, passed from non-Hodgkin's cancer from diet Pepsi. Hmm. Wow. So sorry to hear that, Rick. And yeah... You're absolutely right. That very well could have been a very, very strong denominator involved in her chronic illness. And I'm sorry to hear about, about the loss of your sister that way. When you have these foreign substances in the body, the immune system attacks. Mm-hmm. It's no different than the current inoculation process that's being promoted in this country. When you get a certain factor involved in the body that's bullish against one viral mm-hmm. activity... And then it diminishes the immune system's response to other pathogen. You now create a future weakness where the person becomes even more susceptible to die from a future infection. Mm -hmm. Hodgkin's lymphoma. That's an infection. It's chemical poisoning with virus. Okay. 
uh, very toxic system. Um, and and to, to substantiate that, look up Otto Warburg and Antoine Bichamp, both won Nobel Prizes in medicine mm-hmm. on this one issue, cancer. And I know today's topic isn't on cancer, but it came up, it's in the discussion, it's important. All of these things are connected. The quality of fuel that you put in your mouth and how chemically laden it is will di- dictate the quality of your body's ability to perform down the road. There's our, no getting away from it. Our bodies were not designed to eat cancerous-causing <laughs> materials, period. Yeah. We, uh, you know, 100 years ago, all right, I'm just using this, cancer was virtually unheard of. Well, Very a little longer people. than that. A little well, longer than that. Okay, a couple hundred 150 years ago. Years ago. Yeah. And the reason that... But they also knew what was causing it. Yes. They paid attention. And the reason that we're getting so much of it now today is because of all the toxins that our bodies are bombarded with every single day. We get more toxins in our system in a week today than we used to get in a lifetime. Yep. A hundred years ago, 150 years ago. It's very true. It's very true. You know, so... Pay attention. Here's here's what we try to tell people, okay? Educate yourself. Your lifestyle is your choice. Mm-hmm. And there's four elements that make up your lifestyle. Okay? Healthy or unhealthy. Correct, Rick. Diet. Quality of rest. Stress removal or reduction. And movement. Those four elements are your lifestyle. Good, bad, or indifferent. Mm-hmm. You made the choices. You get to live with the outcome. Right? Most people, we work with practitioners all over the country... And our practice blueprint and our mentorship program and on our channel uh, that's dedicated to mentorship on demand for practitioners, they plug into it. Most practitioners think that their job is to get people well. It's not. The practitioner's job is to position, is to position the person to get well. Yep. And what they do with that positioning is 100% on them. Craig and I are subject to the same lifestyle Diet, rest, stress, movement. Those four elements must be addressed, paid attention to, given consideration, weighed out honestly, and then take action on. You have to. If it, or no complaining rights. Right? When yeah. people know that they could do better and they choose not to, no well, complaining rights. You're done. Yep. No complaining rights. And that goes for most of these wild wackadoodle organizations that are out there right now in mainstream media. You don't take responsibility for it. No complaining rights. One of the biggest things that I tell most of my clients (laughs) is, I don't take responsibility for work you don't do. Now, that means that if they're not, if I've educated them properly on diet lifestyle changes that need to be done in their life, Mm -hmm. and they choose to ignore it, that's not my fault. That's right. And I won't take responsibility for it. And neither should anybody else. No credit for your success or blame for your failure, baby. That's right. I don't, claim, I don't claim to fix people. All <laughs> I do is position them to fix themselves. That's it. You know? That's it. And Empowerment. The reason that we have a really good success rate here is because we position people so they have a chance to fix themselves. Yep. You know, we better by get on, educating. We better right. get on our... I'm sorry. We just... We get excited about this stuff, as you can tell. Thank you so much for tuning in. What about... Erythritol. Again, it's processed. Yes. Uh, honey is not nearly as processed. Stevia from Sweet Leaf brand is not nearly as processed. So, again, when you start thinking about natural sort monk fruit, right? When you start thinking about these natural source sweeteners, 
Agave. Ask, agave is the mm. worst. The worst. Stay away from agave like the plague. Like the plague. Instant fatty liver. Instant fatty liver if you're eating agave. It's 50. You got sugar, which is about 50% sweet. You got corn syrup, which is about 55. Agave is like 70 to 90. Yeah. Pure sweet. It's the mo- one of the most sweetest substances on the planet. And the only people telling you that agave is good for you is the one selling agave. So yep. avoid it like the plague. It is not. But again, when you ask yourself the question about sweeteners, if you look at the label, and it's a similar product. Say it's a, mm-hmm. a protein bar, non-grain protein, right? And it's, you know, it's kosher, it's got all the bells and whistles. You look at the back, and you got two bars there. One says sweetened with erythritol, and the other says sweetened with honey. Choose honey. Absolutely. Every time. Less processing. So it's not a question of is one thing good or bad. Sometimes it's a question of less processed. Go with everything as closer to nature as possible. It's, that's what God intended it to be for, for the human body. That's how he intended us to eat it. Here's the last three things that we were going re- to cover. Yes, get them. Typical crackers. Stay yeah. away from Stay crackers. Stay away from crackers. They're not that good for Corn you. Corn syrup, they're full of maltose syrup. Yep. High processed. Uh, there's a product called Mary's Gone... Uh, crackers. Mary's Gone Crackers. Yep, they're very that's filling a good brand. and they're actually pretty yeah. healthy. Um, flavored yogurts. All right, folks, let me tell you something. If it's got some kind of syrup in it that's flavored it, read the label, and I guarantee you it'll say something like 26 grams of sugar per little carton, especially Yoplait. Yeah. Look, when you read labels, this label right here says fresh bee pollen. So this is the big label. This is the label that giveth. When you flip it around on a product, usually you flip it around and it's the small print taketh away. Well, yeah. guess what? There's no small print. Yeah. Read the small print and that's where you'll find the truth. Okay, so try to get um, like a, a page plain yogurt. Page. Add fruit to it for the natural brown sweeteners. Cow, stony, brown cow, stony field, uh, Altadena. These are brands, unsweetened, add a little drizzle of honey, your own fruit. Boom. Bingo. And it tastes great. Tastes amazing. Okay. Soy milk. Stay away from that. Soy is in over 5,000 grocery store products. It's one of the most known disruptors for women's hormones because of the estrogen acceleration that's yep. stored in the cells. Stay away from soy like the plague. If you're going to drink coconut milk, almond milk, coconut make almond, sure unsweetened. unsweetened. Okay. Um, and the last thing that... Uh, Sugar-free energy drinks. Stay away from them all. Just just stay away from them all. Garbage. You know, try water. Yeah. You know, put a squeeze some lemon in it, add a little bit of honey. Hey, it tastes great. Yep. You know, (laughs) there's so many things that you can do that are natural, that are actually healthy. Yeah. Stay with those. Yeah. Get away from the unhealthy supposed health foods. And I got to throw one last one in here. Margarine. Oh, good. Stop eating margarine. Stop. Don't eat margarine. Margarine is a toxic poison to the human body. It slugs the cardiovascular. Eat butter. Get carry gold. Gold label yeah. all. You'll dro- you'll want to just peel one of those things and eat it right out of the box. It's so good. Ants and flies and everything that'll eat just about anything won't even touch butter. It'll go around it. It will it, it because it will kill them and they know it. Soy is awful. Yes, you're right, Christy. And on that note, we're going to wrap this up because Craig and I get, we get to go back into exam rooms in exactly one minute and start uh, 
and start back our afternoon schedule with people. So for Mr. Craig Morrison, I'm Dan Young. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Total Wellness Wednesday. Remember, Total Wellness uh, Radio on all the major platforms. Please come and join us. We've had uh, well over 55,000 downloads now, Craig. It's pretty awesome to see people's getting benefit from that. So join us on the uh, platform for the podcast. And next uh, 14th at 6.15 here, the discussion on uh, being well-informed on vaccines. Educate yourself. Educate yourself. And on the 21st at 6.15 here is our monthly, bi-monthly, first and third Tuesday of the month, Clinic Orientation class, come and join us and be our guests. Please. Again, thank you. Be blessed. Have a great week. Well, that'll do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thanks again for tuning in. And for more information, be sure and catch us on Facebook Live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Mountain Time at the Country Doctor Nutritional Center Facebook page. Until next time, thank you so much for tuning in.